It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tom, it's my turn. I get you on Real Vision this time. I am excited to be here, man. I had so much fun the other way, uh, so this will be a lot of fun. Well, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with your story. How did Tom get to where he is today? Because there's a lot to unpack in that as we go forwards into your kind of crazy crypto journey as well. So there's a lot to, to get through. But let's let's go back in time and go through Tom and his journey. Yeah, so I'll do it in a nutshell. And any bit you want to go deep, we can. But uh, so I go to film school and I think I'm going to graduate, get a three picture deal and the rest of my life is set. That is not how it worked. I did not get the three picture <laughs> deal and uh, find myself in my early 20s really lost and, and just have no idea how to break into the film industry. And this is pre YouTube, pre Internet, quite frankly. And so none of the ways that you could do it now existed back then. But I end up meeting these two very successful entrepreneurs and they said, look, you're coming to the world with your hand out. And if you want to control the art, you have to control the resources. And I had written a script that got turned into a feature film and I was really unhappy with the results. And so that idea just sounded very, very good. And they said, you know, come with us and get rich. They were building a technology company. And I thought, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Come I'm going to go us and get, get rich. rich. <laughs> it sounds amazing. And I thought Sign it up. would take 18 months and it was a software company. How could it not, you know, become multi-millions in 18 months. And it ended up taking 15 years and multiple companies, but it actually did work. So the twist and turn in there though, is that about six and a half years in, I went in and tried to quit and was like, I'm, I'm unhappy. It gave $2 million of equity back. I said, look, I'm not going to cross the finish line. I don't think I should get anything for this. And, um, you know, I'm just going to go feel alive. And so I realized that chasing money was never going to um, change how I felt inside and that how I felt inside really mattered, but having money didn't. So I uh, literally leave that meeting having quit and I'm driving home and my partners call me up and they're like, hey, come out to dinner with us. You took us by surprise, you know, let's talk. And long story short, they were like, we feel the same. And so we wanna love what we're doing. So what would we have to do as a company to continue to work together? And so we laid out a bunch of principles. Um, would have to be based on value creation. I'm never gonna chase money again. I wanna be myself, um, I, which we would now say I wanna be authentic. Uh, I wanna build community and you know, I wanna fight for something that I'm passionate about because what I had realized was the struggle is guaranteed, but the success is not. And so up to that yeah. point, everybody was like, hey, Tom, the question you have to ask yourself is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't lose? And so that's what I was doing. I'd get rich and then I'd build my own studio and it'll be amazing. But of course, losing is like the most obvious answer. It's like the most likely outcome. And so I decided I was going to ask myself a different question, which was, okay, if I know that I may never be successful, the right question to ask is, what would I do and love every day, even if I were failing? And so go do that. And so that was the mantra was it needed to be tied to meaning and purpose. And so given the three personalities of the three of us that founded Quest, it ended up being a nutrition company. I was focused on saving my what mom. What was it before? What it, was it before? Security software. So we had so a security software, security company. software to nutrition. Yeah. So we sold that company. 
and started from scratch this nutrition company building protein bars. Everybody thought we were out of our minds. Why the hell? To, why? Why well, that? That's, a, that's quite a pivot, right? I can understand you start a different software company. I think everybody would have understood that, yeah. Uh, the reason yeah. that we did it, three very different reasons, if I'm completely honest, so I'll speak for myself. I grew up in a morbidly obese family, and so I've watched people die of you know obesity-related complications my entire life and just thought, uh, I'm going to lose my mom and my sister who were morbidly obese. I'm going to lose them way too early. And so this idea of making food that people can choose based on taste, but it happens to be good for them, I'm going to make my mission to end metabolic disease, and I'm going to focus every day on saving my mom and my sister, and that will make me make decisions in the industry that will ensure that I'm adding value rather than just chasing money, and that will allow me to be passionate. So, and this is a real story. So when I'm there at 2 a.m. on a Friday under a piece of equipment working on it, and I swore that I would never work with my hands, that I would never be in a job where I had greasy hands. And so there I am, greasy hands, bloody knuckles, and I'm like, this isn't about protein bars. This is about my mom and my sister. And so that allowed me to show up and fight when things got hard, when they got boring, whatever. And so um, I knew as we were deciding what we were going to build that I would have that come to my aid. And because I had done my own transformation, I ended up, I used to be 60 pounds heavier than I am now. And so going through that, learning about food, doing this all while we're at a software company. I did roughly the, the same, discovered keto and a few other things and kind of changed my life. No doubt. Exactly. So wanted to pay all that forward. And I thought, okay, well, if this is what I end up struggling with for the rest of my life, as long as I can imbue this company with storytelling, I'll be happy. And so we built an entire studio inside of Quest to make all of our own content before it was a thing. It's now like self-evident that content is king, but nobody was saying that back then. What year are we talking about here? We started thinking about it in like 2008, 2009, and then right wow, at the height early. of the Great Recession. And then we formally started selling product in 2010. Because that was still pretty early in the, because there's been a kind of a revolution in understanding the uh, macros in diet. You know, it changed a lot from calorie to macros. And that was pretty early. How did you come across thinking, well, protein bars, that's a, a better quality snack for people to have? How did you, why did you come across this? Sorry, I'm, I'm interested in this. No, man, I love it. You're asking all the right questions. So the reality was you had three guys that were experimenting with their own bodies. And so we were all right. trying to add muscle. We were trying to get lean. We were trying to get strong, trying to look good. And through that self-experimentation, I mean, we were reading everything we could get our hands on. And one of my former partners, he was very obsessed with nutrition and the science. And so even though that wasn't his background, we just started going to him and saying, look, what are you trying? What should we be trying? So he's like, try this, try that. And it was working. And so it was like, whoa, like this stuff really works. So I go from, you know, 60 pounds heavier, leaning up, looking really good naked and being like, I, I can't believe all this stuff works. Like, this is crazy. And so, you know, then you think, hey, we have a message. So our whole thing, if you called, we're a protein bar company, but if you called us up and said, what should I eat to get in shape? Our answer was chicken breast and steamed broccoli. Now, the reason we said that wasn't because we sold it, it's because it was true. And so we wanted to be like really honest about, look, changing your physique is hard. Certain things are true, certain things aren't. What we're trying to create is 
basically snack foods, we know you're going to eat them. So my mantra was don't try to change behavior, try to leverage it. So if I know that you're going to eat a cookie or a cake or, you know, a piece of pie, whatever, I want to make a version of that that tastes good, but is good for you. And so before you had to choose either it tasted good or it was good for you, but it wasn't both. And so we really created the first protein bar that tasted good, but didn't have sugar in it. And that required us to become our own manufacturer because all of the equipment previously, you had to put high fructose corn syrup in it to get the right consistency to produce it. And so, cause we kept asking, you know, Raul, why doesn't anybody make this bar? Like it's so obvious. And cause you can make them at home and they're delicious and they don't have sugar. But as soon as you try to make them shelf stable or produce them at scale, now you've got a problem. And so cracking that nut and being right at the moment where the world's beginning to wake up around macros, you're the only person that's ever led, led with that. And then the fact that um, we were doing social media before it was called social media. And so you put those three things together and it was just a rocket ship. And then what happens? You sell it. Yeah. So, you know, we build a company that's worth a billion dollars and uh, you reach a point. We'd been partners for 14 years and it was amazing. Some of the best years of my life. I really cut my teeth as a businessman. And some of the worst. And some of the worst. And, uh, you know, you get to a point where it's like we don't agree on how to build the company going forward, but we're so successful now we don't have to. So I said, look, let me spin out the studio into a standalone company. I've got a new thesis I want to explore. This is always meant to, I was trying to get rich so I could build a studio, right? So, and now we've done it. And let me spin that out into a standalone company called Impact Theory and, and here we are. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free, sign up now.